Hey y'all and welcome back to another episode of the podcast. I hope that you have thoroughly been enjoying all of the podcasts that I have been posting during my maternity leave and we are in the last month. Happy March to you sis. I am super excited about this week's episode of the podcast because I'm doing a throwback series from a social media series and mental health series I did back in 2021. Um, So this will be a four part series. I'm going to be talking all about social media and maintaining your mental health, how to use social media in wisdom, how it impacts our insecurities, so on and so forth. So I definitely would love for you to take part in this four part series. I will be back uploading live episodes again in April. So y'all will hear back from me in April and I will officially officially be back from maternity leave. So without further ado, let's get into this four part series on social media. And I can't wait to see you all in the new year in April. And I hope that you have been having a wonderful 2023 and I love y'all so much. Thank you for rocking with me thus far, and I'll see you soon. Now let's get into the episode. The Therapy is a Christian podcast is all things mental health and Christ. We specifically talk about how mental health and God are merged together to foster growth, healing, and making mental health a normal conversation. I'm your host, Roz and Renee, and welcome to the show. Are you someone that constantly procrastinates? You feel overwhelmed and don't know where to start? You plan a long list of to-dos and they never get done? Maybe you self-sabotage on your goals or things you want to do. Do you know that I've been doing time management coaching now for about two years? Yes, sis. I have coached over 60 plus women on how to better manage your time and overcome self-sabotage and procrastination. This time I want to help you. I'm offering for a very short time one-on-one strategy calls. On these calls, we'll go over all of your needs related to time management, and I'll give you some quick tips to help you learn how to manage your time better. If you're needing that direct help, I've got you. Go to rosalindrenee.com and scroll to where it says book a call with me and go to the link in the show notes to get on my calendar. I can't wait to help you, sis. Now let's get to the show. Hello and welcome. You are listening to the Therapy as a Christian podcast. I'm your host, Roz Renee, and welcome to another episode of the show. Hey, sis. So I'm super excited to be back in front of the microphone with you this week as I am starting a new series. So I haven't done a series in a while. One, because I have not really like bulked a bunch of ideas into one. But this has come up more recently for myself personally, as well as just what I've been seeing and talking to a lot of friends about. And I wanted to share this information with y'all over the next probably month or so. I know we're going to be getting into the holidays really soon. And I think going into the new year, this will be just a great thing to do in giving yourself the opportunity to just know a little bit more about this topic, as well as give yourself opportunity if you want to take a break. So over the next four weeks, I'm going to be doing a series on social media. I am someone that if y'all haven't probably already discovered that is super, super self-aware. 
from going to therapy, I have learned to really understand when I'm triggered, understand when I'm feeling not the best, and what are some things that I have currently been doing to really help with when I am feeling triggered. Because despite what you may think, sis, just because I've been in therapy three and a half years, just because I do love the Lord and have a relationship with him, just because I may have a background in mental health, just because I actively do these things does not mean at any point in time I don't get triggered or go into a rabbit hole of emotions like that. Don't paint that reality. And reason being because I really have to work on my mental space constantly. The reason this came up is because I was having a conversation with my therapist a couple of weeks ago and we were talking a little bit about comparison. And I was talking to her about some things that had been coming up more recently for me personally, as well in my time with God. And we discovered that a lot of the root of what I was feeling was tied to comparison. And so me doing my reflection time, I realized that a lot of the comparison, whether it be some of y'all that don't know, I recently went into entrepreneurship about three and a half months ago. Yay, praise God. And it has been a struggle with just maintaining the mental space because in entrepreneurship, you're juggling 15 million things at one time. Like people make it look cute on social media and sis, it's hard. <laughs> okay. Like it's real work. And so with that being said, this constant bombarding of comparison was just coming up. And I was like, where is the root of this? Like, where does this come from? Because I'm not somebody that I'm really solid in my identity. Like I don't really desire to do what other people do or things like that. But there's this like hidden sometimes anxiety of I need to be doing that or I need to be doing that or I need to be doing it like that person. Not realizing that trying to connect to that maybe outside of the will of God, but also maybe outside of where my current season is in because I'm working through my own stuff. And I realized very quickly that some of this bombardment was coming from social media. And actually just like this, I was noticing in my habits and I teach time management. So I'm very aware of like where my time goes that I'm constantly picking up my phone, going to Instagram, or constantly picking up my phone, looking at my email, or constantly going to my phone. At one point in time, I got off Instagram last week and then scrolled TikTok for three hours, like one day. And I said, what is going on? Where's this constant grabbing of the phone? And so I was like, God, what am I really trying to avoid? And I was finding that a lot of my emotions that were coming up were really tied to social media. And so it inspired me to just do some research for myself, really kind of create a detox, I guess you could say, plan for myself to kind of get off the app. How can I run my business still be engaging with my audience, but also be well in my own mind, like essentially. And so I'm going to be talking a lot for the next four weeks on how social media can come from inspiration and insecurity. Next week, I'm going to talk about the value of taking a break. Week three, I'm going to be talking about when you do find that you are inspired, how to evaluate whether you're listening to learn or you're listening to criticize yourself. Because I think a lot of times we're inspired by people, but we unintentionally can criticize ourselves or criticize who we are based on the inspiration of others. And even myself, like if y'all ever feel like you're inspired by me, but for some reason you end up 
unconsciously being judgmental or unconsciously being very critical of yourself to where you beat yourself up like that can be a thing where you need to probably reevaluate the um engagement you take in with certain people even myself because there have been times where there are people who I'm extremely inspired by but I'm not fully secure in myself that it can become insecurity very fast which is what I'm going to talk about today And then in week four, I'm going to talk about the wisdom and using these social media tools. Um, And really, I'm going to come from the lens of if you are using it for business, using it for that reason, but also using it for as a means of I know we all use social media sometimes for means of entertainment. But is this entertainment pulling you away from the things you really want to do and how to use wisdom and using that? And that's something I've since been seeking God for myself about. So. That's going to be the lineup for the next four weeks. I'm very excited to talk about this with you all. And if you're on my email list, you are going to actually get, I'm going to be starting something really, really cool where I'm going to be talking to you all. Y'all are going to get a weekly Monday email from me where I'm going to be sharing, you know, personal little reflections from this time that I've been off social media to really kind of give y'all some insight in what this feels like and what I've been discovering. So y'all will get those personal, personal messages from me. And I can't wait to talk to you all about that. So if you're not on my email list, go ahead and join my email list. If you go to the link in the description and join, um, you also will get access to a free three-day mini course where I talk to you about how to overcome overwhelm. So when you join the email list, you get that absolutely free. It's a three-day mini course and you'll get those emails within three days of you joining. So let's get into it. So let's talk a little bit about where this came from for me. I have always said that social media within itself, um, and the reason why I want to talk about this is because I do believe that social media has had a grave impact on our mental health, especially during the pandemic. Uh, We've just been more attached to our phones, especially lately. And I really want to talk about how this is really impacting not only ourselves, but even for myself as a parent, how I want to even tailor social media for my son and really going into the impact of this and really the impact of this research wise. I have been doing a lot of research on as I teach about time management and really I hear a lot of the girls that I help talk about how they're heavily distracted. They really can't finish a task and they're constantly moving in and our tasks are getting distracted. For myself, that also includes me as well. And as I've been researching, I've been finding that this consistent distractive nature that we have is actually impacting our brains. And not to like say that this isn't true because it is true. I mean, anything that is created to kill, steal, and destroy is always from the enemy. But I also think that as humans, we don't realize the biological change that this can have on us in general. So biologically, this consistent level of distraction actually is changing our brains. And so what they were talking about in this video, and I'll link the video below for you all as well, if you're interested in looking at it, was that this constant state of distraction is rewiring our brains. And what it does is it actually causes us to be consistently distracted. And they were saying that consistently with using social media, it can almost become addictive. And this addiction can be similar to someone who might be addicted to gambling. Someone might be addicted to a substance use because it's this constant feeling of wanting to get some level of reward. And so why I wanted to talk about this really quickly is because I think the use of these things is by nature very useful like for whatever reason you use it for like I know like I said I use social media for my business I use it to engage with my audience I love talking to y'all like literally 
if the pan wasn't happening right now, we would have had three brunches. I probably would have went on tour because I just really want to see y'all's faces, especially my people in the DMV. Like I talked to so many of y'all in the DMV. Okay. And so I posted something on Instagram earlier this week that said, you know, social media can go from inspiration to insecurity real quick. And the reason why I said that is inspiration by definition means the process of being mentally stimulated or to feel something and to do something creative. So inspiration within itself is a feeling we get that puts us in a place of like, oh my God, I want to do something inspiring. And social media is a place that's, you know, filled with inspiration. We follow some bomb people, like at least I do. And so my timeline is filled with like beautiful black women that are doing some bomb things. However, social media can also be a place of entertainment. And so entertainment by definition means to provide with amusement or enjoyment. So some of us may not even go to Instagram or TikTok or all these social media platforms for any other reason, but then to be entertained. Like Nico, my husband is a person that uses social media just for entertainment. He barely posts a picture, sis, but he will go on there and laugh for hours just using the platforms. However, when it comes to insecurity and why this can go into insecurity real quick is insecurity is, which means our definition, uncertain or anxiety about oneself, lack of confidence and self-doubt. And so when we're bombarded with inspiration, we can often feel like, dang, I'm not at that place or I'm not where I want to be or I'm behind or another person's getting married. Oh my God, another person's having a baby and I've tried to have a baby and may have had a miscarriage or that person's relationship looks so good and my relationship isn't or this person is accomplishing all this stuff in their business and I'm not or this person is accomplishing all these goals and I'm not or this person has this figure out what are they doing that making that's making this happen but also again using these things as tools we can use them to search out great food places we can use them as places to go shopping we can use it as places to like kiki kaka with our friends share tiktoks that are super funny like I do like it is such a place that is full of benefit but it also can be full of things that can cause us insecurity. And so really when I was talking to my therapist about it and I had to really evaluate for myself, like I did my own reflection and my reflection time and I realized, you know, what am I using these for? Do you struggle with being consistent with God or have you fallen off your routine and really need to get back on to spending quality time with God daily? Do you find that when you actually do sit down with God, you don't really know where to start, what to read, and you really don't know how to make your routine work best for you? Well, you absolutely need the Time with God course. So let me tell you all about Assist. In this course, I discuss with you how you can actually spend time with God and study the Bible. In the first class, I teach you all the tools you need, how you can look at time with God as a benefit and not a duty or a chore, or even feel bad when you don't. Don't spend time with God. And I even give you some strategies on how you can spend quality time with him where you actually feel like you're building a relationship with him. In the second video, I share with you how to actually study the Bible. I give you over 11 different ways to read the Bible so that you can switch up your time with the Lord. Switch up your time with God and learn a fresh way on how to spend time with him. And if you purchase this course, you get the Time with God ebook absolutely free. In this ebook, I have over 23 different devotionals that you can take part in on the Bible app, 21 different Christian books, 31 of my favorite sermons, and two worship playlists. So you can never say you don't have anything to do in your time with God. 
Remember, when you purchase the course, you get this ebook absolutely free. So go to rosinrenee.com backslash time with God or go to the link in the description. Again, that's rosinrenee backslash time with God or go to the link in the description. Now let's get back to the show. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. And I'm going to share with y'all six tips on how you can ask yourself some of these questions. Because going from inspiration to insecurity can really be a detriment if we stay in insecurity. And I think one of the biggest things is learning how to, and what I asked God was, how can I create a system for myself where I'm mentally well, but can still show up? How can I create a system where I'm mentally well, but also still show up and serve in the way that you called me to? How can I create a system where I'm mentally well, but also use it for the entertainment that I use it for? And I think for me, Roslyn, I'm not, you know, making this law, I think it's really understanding that there even needs to be a level of surrender of this area to God. Because what I told my therapist, I was like, this can become an idol or essentially that's what it is. If I'm so tied to this to where it's hard for me to fully let go, but also be very transparent about the struggle that that can be like. And so y'all know I'm very transparent. I really am like an open book. Why? Because... I'm going to say the stuff that we really don't want to say. And also, I'm not going to over-spiritualize something that is very much so spiritual, but make it very practical for you because I want to give you language. So if this is something you struggle with, this is something you can talk to your therapist about because the root of this can come to comparison, jealousy, envy. This can also go to feeling not grateful, fear. And these are all fruits of the flesh. These are all things that the flesh within itself struggles with like we want these things but then the fruit of the spirit is love joy peace self-control you know all of these things that we really really want spiritually what I told God was how can I maintain these things or fruit the fruits of the spirit all while serving you and they not come up so the biggest thing is that I realized and one of the first things is recognizing what do you use these tools for tools I'm talking about social media What are they used for? If ultimately you just need to get off the apps, sis, get off. Like I'm learning for myself, like in my break, because it's been back and forth. It's been like there are times where I'm trying to find ways to post and engage, but also not spend time on it. And it's been a struggle. I ain't gonna lie to you. Out of just learning what to do and literally going to God and asking questions and being very forthcoming to him about these things. And so it's really understanding what do you use it for? Is it for entertainment? Are you using it to grow maybe a business? Are you using it for a place to just be entertained? And if that's the case, learning how to use it so when you are triggered, you can easily get off or pull back or pull away. And so number one, the question I asked is what do you use it for? Reflect on that and really see. The other thing is know your triggers. So both physically and emotionally, we are triggered. Whether And triggers basically are this like thing that happens where your just emotions are set off where you can like somebody can say something, you get really upset, like that's a trigger. But there's also physical triggers where 
Are you going on there out of being bored? Are you going on there because you want to escape something? Do you go on there and go down a rabbit hole because you finished one thing off your to-do list and like, oh girl, I need a break. And you just go on a little rabbit trail and you end up being on there an hour. Do you avoid it? Do you use it for ideas? Do you use it for research? And that's fine. And again, if knowing how to use these things in wisdom and or if you're not at the place where you're well enough to get off and use it in wisdom as you ask God and he gives you the understanding. But knowing where you're triggered physically and emotionally. For Roslyn, I don't really get a lot of triggers physically. When it comes to my mental health, I get a lot of triggers emotionally. So where I'm finding that I'm at the end of the day feeling really down on myself or I'm feeling like, for example, I'm working on something very exciting that I'm going to release in November. And I realized at one point, I immediately, as I was starting to work on it, I started having all these self-sabotaging thoughts of no one's going to want that. That's not good enough. You need to study harder for this. You need to do this. You need to do that. And I was like, where is this bombarding of I like negative thoughts coming from, Lord? And immediately was like, devil, you a lie. And so what I did was I wrote down all those ideas and God was like, now what does my word say? But almost immediately you can feel down on yourself because you may have seen something else somebody else released and you immediately compare unintentionally because again, y'all, sometimes these things are unintentional. Sometimes it's so ingrained in you that you unintentionally judge yourself out of just not knowing. And so knowing where you're triggered emotionally and physically. Also, what is within this second tip? What is your virtual diet? How much time do you spend on social media? If you're spending close to four hours a day, realize you're taking in four hours of information that is not naturally as what I've been researching, not naturally how our brain functions well. We function well when we don't have this bombarding of information. We have what I call peak hours where we work well and then we have our brains really naturally in a physical way have to shut down. And so if you're taking in, imagine sitting down and eating for four hours. Imagine how much your body would literally like be engorged and just full and tired that's how our spirit man and also our brains are taking in all this information so as you're thinking about your virtual diet take that information and like go to your settings and go to your screen time and look at how much time you're sitting on these apps and look at what if I sat down for this amount of time and was eating that's how much you're taking in on a spiritual level and so with that being said knowing your triggers is also knowing your virtual diet are you even spending time with God? Like, are you taking in time with God? Are you listening to worship? Are you even taking in any type of level of anything positive spiritually? And that's what you're depriving yourself of even as you're taking in these apps and taking in all this information. Number three, create a system for yourself. So one of the things that I did as kind of learning, and this is just something I'm outwardly saying, I don't know if this is something I'm gonna do is maybe at the top of the month, I just take off. Like I just get off. Again, like I said, I've been still posting. I'm working through what that looks like. And I'm even recognizing that is still a struggle, like posting and getting off completely. But what does that look like and create a system for yourself? So if that means you delete the app for a certain amount of time or you really go on a fast or you figure out just what that looks like for you, what's the system in which you're going to do it? And sometimes we may not be that organized to do it. And sometimes that's why you really do just need to take a detox and completely pull off out of, you know, and one thing in my mind I said was if I pull off, then I'm not being consistent for my business. But I'm like, you know, what am I putting first, my business or God? What am I putting first, my mental health to be well, to do the things that God has given me to do or this thing that really don't mean nothing? Because at the end of the day, people live life without social media at one point. It's a tool. It's not my life. 
if that makes sense again i tell y'all all the time if god told me to stop doing this podcast like it is what it is because at the end of the day i have to answer to an audience of one not an audience of whoever follows me and so understanding that is like what the system and here's the thing in james it talks about we can ask God for wisdom and he gives it to us freely. And so what I've been telling God is give me wisdom and knowledge in this area. One, so I can teach my audience, but also I can learn it for myself. And so as I'm understanding this more and more, what God has been showing me are the detriments of what long-term use of these things are. Because if I understand how the value of these things don't really provide as much benefit to me physically, I can know how to tailor it to where I can do it. Even to the point where I've even thought of delegating my entire social media to a social media manager for them to delegate. So I'm well in the way that I serve. Okay. So number three or number four, understand what you take in can impact your thoughts. So any information, whether you're listening to a podcast, you're reading a book, you're reading the Bible, whether you're reading anything, all of this, any type of intake, it can impact you, positive or negative. But how it can impact your thoughts is your emotions and your imagination. If you've been listening to Pastor Michael Ty from Transformation Church, he did a sermon part two about um, imagination, which I'll add that in the show notes. Let me make a note of that. And so with that being said, your imagination is the creative space that you think. Here's the thing. We've been gifted with imagination. That is a gift. We've been gifted with the ability to create. That is something God has given us. And so with the ability to create, we have an imagination where we can think of something and say, oh, I want that to happen. And so with that being said, any type of detriment or something that can impact your imagination for whatever reason or trauma or something that has occurred in the past can impact that belief system and that ability to be creative. It can also impact your emotions. And so this is why I said going back to your triggers is understanding you have to know on the front end, y'all, that anything that you intake can impact your thought life. This is why we have to filter everything through the word of God. This is why I teach my girls and show up sis like you tell yourself you're this person, but what does God say about you? You tell yourself you're this and what does God say about you? Because at the end of the day, the word of God is true. What we may tell ourselves like the Bible says, God is not a man that he would lie with the son of man, which he, rep- he needs to repent. And so with that being said, he is not a man which he would lie, meaning we are men. We lie. We can lie to ourselves. And so we have to be very intentional about making sure that what we're telling ourselves is the truth and and filtering it through the word of God and filtering it through Holy Spirit. This is why you have to ask for wisdom. This is why you have to go to God and say, X, Y, and Z is occurring. Help me understand how to use or do anything, anything you need. You need to ask God for wisdom, whether that's in parenting, money, relationships, your job. Everything has to be filtered through the eyes of God and even the truth of God. And all of that is wisdom. Okay. Number five, clean out and reset. So what this basically means is, do you need to unfollow people? And I'm going to tell you this. It is not a bad thing to create boundaries for yourself. I'm going to say that again. Give yourself permission to create boundaries, meaning unfollow people from college who don't post nothing but foolishness. And you feel bad because you're like, oh, we went to college together. Girl, they ain't going to notice. Unfollow them. Mute them. I have unfollowed and muted people so many times. I unfollowed people from college because I was just like, there's nothing that they're posting that's really helpful to me right now. And I just want to be able to have my timeline be curated for me to have like positivity. 
And so I'm even going to go on a whole clean out reset when I come back on social media fully. And so with that being said, it's necessary, but it's also uncomfortable. It challenges your ability to be like, man, oh my God, like, you know, I followed the shade room a long time ago too as well. I only really go in the shade room when I see somebody maybe post something about it in their stories. And I'm like, oh my God, that happened. Like, don't even have the connection. Why? Because one, the shade room posts all day. And two, they would be the first one on my timeline. I'm like, sis, I don't want to see the foolishness. Okay, you know what I'm saying? And so with that being said, like clean out, reset, like get those unnecessary posts off your timeline. And then finally, number six, take a break. Take a break. How can you take a break? Well, maybe you and a friend can both get off social media have that accountability. Give yourself a time limit. Maybe you need to start tailoring your time limit before you fully go off cold turkey. Because again, it can be similar to an addiction. So with that being said, going cold turkey can actually be worse off for you than beneficial. So start tailoring it off. Maybe set social media free days or free times. Maybe give your phone to, like I've given my phone to my husband before when I really needed focus time. I said, don't give my phone back to me. I turn off my social media notifications. So Instagram doesn't, I don't get Instagram notifications on my phone. One, that would be entirely too many notifications on my phone. But two, I don't want to be bombarded with that on the front of my phone. And again, clean your feed. Maybe you want to find topics that are encouraging to you. And then really being able to understand that this is necessary for your well-being. I think when it becomes a priority for you, when you realize, for me, I realize, oh, wow. Y'all, okay, so I got off social media at the top of October. By day four, I was like, I feel like myself again. I was going to bed earlier. I was sleeping better and not saying I was using it for my business. So of course I'm on there engaging, but it can be overwhelming at times when, again, you really truly just need a break. You really just need a break. So I'm going to link an article below that says in the show notes, this talks about the signs you may need to take a break from social media. I'm going to link Pastor Michael Todd's message. And I'm going to link the video that I watched about the impact social media can have on your actual brain biologically. Hey, sis, are you currently in therapy? Then let me tell you about an amazing tool that I created and have been using since I started therapy three and a half years ago. It's called the Therapy Reflection Journal. Have you ever finished a therapy session and thought, girl, what did we talk about? Or a couple of days later, like, gosh, that was such a good point and I don't remember it. Or maybe you want a journal where you can reflect on what you and your therapist discussed to dig deeper into your mental health and really, really, really work on what you and her talked about. Well, I absolutely got you covered since you definitely need the Therapy Reflection Journal. This journal was designed for those of you that are in therapy that want to take notes during your session, write down homework, and it even has reflection pages for you to dig deeper following your sessions. It's basically your therapy journal to track your entire experience. I found that when I was going to therapy, I always would take a blank journal with me. And when my therapist would ask, okay, so how did you um, reflect on last session? I would be flipping through my journal, like, where did I write that down? Where did I write that down? And I wanted to create a structured journal to keep up with all of those sessions, all of those notes, reflections, all in one. I still use mine to this day, literally. And I even refer back to it when I'm looking for different things. You can start using it today, even if you've been in therapy. So... Go ahead and grab your copy by going to rosalrenee.com backslash journal or go to the link in the show notes. I can't wait for you to use it. The Therapy Reflection Journal is your reflection journal for your therapy experience. Now, let's get back to the show. So 
So I hope this episode was good to you. If you are someone that is interested in just hearing like my little random thoughts about it, join my email list, go to the link in the show notes. You'll also get a free three-day mini course. The videos are only about two minutes a piece each day. You'll get a video each day on how to overcome overwhelm and how you can actually practically start to begin to put you know, things in place when you're feeling overwhelmed. How can you handle your to-do list or your workload when you're feeling super overwhelmed? And that's what that course is talking about. You get that absolutely for free. So go to the link in the show notes for all of the links and information. And I love y'all and I'll see you next week. The Venture X card from Capital One gives you premium travel benefits. Perfect for seeing Taylor Swift, the Eras Tour presented by Capital One. Oh, I do love her. Earn five times miles on flights and 10 times miles on hotels through Capital One Travel. Enjoy your stay in Suite 13. Whoa, 13? That's Taylor's lucky number. The Venture X card from Capital One. What's in your wallet? Terms apply. See CapitalOne.com for details. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.